0: This, pod this podcast is
1: wow. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Bouchers here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. This is our podcast dedicated to all things Insecure Season 4, The fun, the sad times, the relationships, the love, basically anything going on on Insecure. Uh, We are all here. The crew is all here. Got Janae, Corey, Shaughness, and Jabri. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's happening, P? Man, I am chilling. How are y'all doing during our quarantine? How is everybody feeling this
2: week? Feeling a lot better this week, man.
3: Still feeling quarantined,
4: but... Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting, the am hang of this quarantine life now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm good now.
4: What was it? Are you working three hours and twenty, oh,
2: two hours a day?
1: Twenty-two hours of work, twenty-two mm-hmm. hours, uh, two hours of work, twenty-two hours chilling. Yes, exactly. Same, same,
2: same ratio. Yes, we have not changed that at all. That's going to be the ratio from here. That's my new normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here for. It. It's going to be
1: harder as it starts getting nicer and nicer outside. But yeah.
3: uh, I will say. Know, Last night's episode made me miss outside big time. Really? Right. I started. I, I. Yeah. Yeah. Or
5: even hanging out with people, like seeing. other yeah. people. Like, yeah. I like
3: you, rem- you, remember seeing friends. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I will say I saw a fun tweet that said, um, "The quarantine is temporary, but Wu Tang is forever." Okay. And
4: yeah. I saw that. That's
1: that's my mentality. That's how I'm going forward. Wu Tang, Wu Tang is for the children. So that brings us to the premiere episode of season 4 of Insecure. Low Key Feeling Myself is the title of this episode and um I enjoyed this episode. I said on our introductory our introductory podcast that I enjoyed this the show as a whole more watching it all over again and having done that recently it made going right into this new episode a little more entertaining for me like just watching this whole all these sequences um, in a row, like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the episodes. So I look forward to talking about it with everybody. For those that follow our Bourbon and Border Loans podcast, we typically open up the episodes with a recap of the show. We're going to do something a little bit different with with Bourbon and Bouches, and that's because this show is a little more. It's a little more okay. A little more all that. Um, you know, that was my <laughs> that was my attempt at whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, I gave that. it my all. I gave it my all.
2: You probably should. It was an attempt.
1: <laughs> I probably shouldn't have. I give, probably less. Shouldn't have. give less. Give <laughs> Y'all some haters. Y'all some Somalis out here. Y'all some Somalis out here. So what we're going to do is we're going to do this like round robin challenge thing where everybody's going to give a real short couple sentence recap of the episode. And we're going to see who had the best recap. Who had the most entertaining recap. But I'm going to read the HBO Insecure recap first, and then we'll let everybody go. So because I'm, I'm hosting, I'm going to go last to give myself the advantage over everybody else and take the best that everybody else has and put it into my own.
0: Uh. So <laughs> according
1: to HBO's website, the, the synopsis of this episode is Issa and Condola prepare, prep for a mixer to promote the block party. Molly develops feelings for Andrew. Okay. Who's ready to go first? Who who ready? Who ready to step into the arena? I go first. All right, Bree, what you
5: got? All right. So the way I see it is, Issa starts to see Molly for who she really is. Condola and Issa act like adults when something common occurs, and Kelly lies when she is bored. <laughs> All right,
1: I like that. I like that. All right, who's next? Who's next? So we, we got we got to
2: Breeze down. Who's next? Who's up? I can go next. <laughs> all right. We got, Corey? I can sum it up as Lawrence does more good deeds. Uh All is good with the world. What? Uh, yes. <laughs> team, team Lawrence.
1: I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I agree. Shawnice, what you got? You ready?
4: Okay. Issa is on the come up and Molly is a hater. Ooh.
3: So... I'm gonna just go next because the second half Did of Shawnice's recap is the second half of my recap, <laughs> <laughs> but the first half of my recap is: Issa explores the world of a full size nigga, and Molly is Ooh. a hater.
4: <laughs> ah,
1: Yo, I I can't wait to talk about that part. It was like the greatest line in television history is in that is in that scene. So my yeah, dude, I love uh, anyway. So my my quick recap is gonna be. East is exploring the world that's opening up to her. Molly's a hater, and I love Kelly with all my heart.
4: That's fair. Also, that's fair. Yeah.
1: I know I'm <laughs> not going to win that one because I went softball on the on the end of that. But you know,
4: no, we like so, Kelly. I like Kelly. Yeah, I like Kelly too. We it's hard not, put, not to put,
3: like Kelly. I'm a fan. Pull a sentence from each from each of those.
1: All right. So, but that but that if we, we had to vote, who has now. the best one? Who had who who who's who had the best one? I like Jabriz. Jabez
3: was the most comprehensive, I think. It was. Oh
1: <laughs> yeah, you can tell Jaree wrote it down. Yeah, so I respect
4: it. <laughs> <And his> <laughs> <point> <laughs> he did. He thought long and <laughs> hard about that. Too. <laughs> I thought that went through.
1: <laughs> I did my homework. That's yeah. like yeah, we uh,
4: okay. We pre- reward
3: preparation on this show. It's fine. Yeah.
1: All right. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. We're gonna do things a little bit different than we did during the Bourbon and Loans days. You know, we would go right into the good, the bad, the nova. Well. Insecure is a whole different monster unto itself. And we have one of Lawrence's biggest fans on the planet in our midst. (laughs) Team Lawrence, baby. (laughs) Corey is not only a fan, he's not only a client, he's the player president of the Lawrence Hive. So we want to give the Lawrence Hive an opportunity to speak its piece and do its advocacy work. So we are going to have the Lawrence Hive report brought to us by Corey. Corey, what's going on in the world of the Lawrence Hive this week?
2: Oh, man. Well, you know, it was a good it was a good start of the season for Lawrence, man. And, you know, I'm glad we had this segment because it's so necessary because there are a lot of bitter women out there who've given Lawrence a hard time over the first three, an undeserved hard time over the first three seasons. And we just want to have this, you know, Lawrence, weekly Lawrence check-in to, you know, keep track of all the good deeds and positive things that Lawrence is doing out here in the community and the way he's, you know, spreading himself um, around <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, community property, you know, yeah, he's uh, uh, decreasing the, the amount of stressed out sisters in the Los Angeles area, and the boys should be commended for that. All right. But, you know, so anyway, you know, this week's episode, it started off with, you know, something small, but it was big. The first time we hear about Lawrence is when Lawrence has bought a nice bouquet of flowers for his new lady friend. You know, that probably goes unnoticed to all the bitter women out there who hate on Lawrence every day. But that was big. They they just started dating. He already sending flowers to work. I noticed it, fellas. You should have noticed it. Point one for Lawrence. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> After that, you know, the next time we see Lawrence, he's at the house about to set up a romantic Netflix and chill with a bottle, of, you know, uh Merlot or whatever the hell that was, <laughs> and some popcorn. And you know what I'm saying. An old girl comes in and she's upset or you know slightly bothered that she found out she's working with Issa and lauren be, lawrence being the gentleman he is don't even bother by that so you know what babe go ahead and keep working with her that don't bother me at all two points for lawrence the boy you know what i'm saying what, what a stand-up role huh what a stand-up guy like most guys wouldn't do that he wasn't even tight about it she bounced he didn't even get none that night he said don't worry about it come back when you ready you know what I'm saying? That's the type of dude. He's so goddamn good. I admire that nigga. All right. Um, <laughs> for the rest of the episode, man, Lawrence was just doing stand-up guy stuff. You know, he was just chilling, being patient, waiting his time. Old girl came back through after the mixer. You know what I'm saying? Lawrence uh beat it down like he was supposed to. And, um, yeah, it was a good week for Lawrence, man. Yeah. Lawrence had and a good week. I- that's a wrap. It, you know, all we saw was nothing again, nothing but positive. Let me ask you a question, things. yo. Has
1: Lawrence ever had a bad week in your in your opinion?
0: Eh, you know.
1: No,
2: <laughs> no, not <laughs> not in these three seasons. Not in this fourth season now. Not in these four seasons, he has not. You know, I, um, I wish we had been doing this show the whole time, so I could have been giving this recap of all the positive things he's doing out here. But as you can see, man, the guys out here just being a nice guy, buying flowers and stuff, being patient. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay.
0: Good
1: old good old Corey with the Lawrence Hive report.
2: This week was a win for Lawrence.
0: I'm
1: sure Lawrence appreciates your dedication
2: to uh his cause. Yeah. The bitter the bitter women out there are gonna be mad about this segment, but get over it.
1: The views, opinions, uh <laughs> of of Corey do not represent those of the entire bourbon and vouchers crew. Just want that to be.
4: Right.
1: I forgot. I forgot.
5: Let me ask y'all something, we'll right quick on though. The show logo. Like, why do y'all, <laughs> hey man? Why do y'all feel like Lawrence is so controversial? Like, it seems like he does mostly the right thing on most weeks, but there's the need for a Lawrence Hive. Why is it, why is it even necessary? I don't, I don't mm. get it.
2: A great question.
4: But well, sp- speaking as one woman, case study of one, um, I personally don't have a serious problem with Lawrence the character as a whole um I do think that he's mostly generally a stand-up guy with his boy moments this particular episode I really don't feel like he did anything particularly wrong um he was pretty much a non-factor here on the on episode one um of this season uh yeah he he kind of was just there like he didn't you know bother me any one way or the other he didn't really do, you know he didn't do anything he didn't do anything wrong but he also didn't do anything great um what I he bought flowers.
2: That. They started off great. And that's
4: what. I'm, so is is all the all bar crazy. that low? Nine I was going to say. Is that,
2: just, we have, is that not would, great? I, I, I feel would, like that's great. It's
4: not great. It's nice. Say, Thank you. But like Sean, okay. me, I, don't particular... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a particular
2: expectations.
4: I don't have. I don't have
3: a real issue with Lawrence either. I think, but what I think though, after that first season, when he finally got with Tasha that has kind of that was kind of the catalyst for this whole Lawrence Hive, Issa Hive, and people are really excited to see him kind of get with Tasha and not get back with I I don't know, I just feel and then from that point forward, I feel like a lot of men have kind of exalted Lawrence as this um, a representative for all hurt men, all men who have been hurt in the past and the way in which maybe they wish they could have, you know, bounced back or whatever it is. I don't know what type of representative Lawrence represents or what Lawrence represents for the men, but it seems like they are holding on to Lawrence's success and really kind of taking that on as their own. Tasha so, supports, I Tasha think that's, supports, what, that's Tasha where the
2: Lawrence's dream and, you know, and Lawrence chose oh, the woman Lord. that supported his dream and got all kinds of backlash for choosing the woman that, that, that was he didn't choosing didn't really choose her, though. He didn't really yeah. her, but she, Tasha, she did not,
4: Tasha did not have to deal holder. with broke Lawrence on the couch, though. Exactly. So she, she did not have to deal with that. That's not
2: fair. She deal with the version of him that she got, though. I mean, she can only deal with what she Yeah, did. that's, that's not fair with. either. That's you, can't, you can't hold him accountable to when she
1: shows up in his life either. I mean, right. that no. just is what it is. No, I why. will say this. I do, like, I get, I understand why the Lawrence hive exists, for one. Like, Lawrence is the spokesman for Men Don't Heal, We Hope, right? Like, that mm-hmm. whole ideology. Like,
3: he was hurt, bang.
1: and he went out there and was, he overcorrected, right? He was living his living his best life, so to speak, but living his best life was being a little more reckless in certain ways, just... Trying to figure out what he was supposed to be doing, like he was—he was trying a new version of himself that wasn't well, the, really the, the, the only version to,
2: of himself. The only way to find new women is to sample new women.
1: Um Yeah, see, <laughs> when you say it like that, that's why there's a Lawrence Hive and why there's a—that's <laughs> why there's a, a separation, right? Like when you you that's say the only, it that the only way.
2: way to find a new woman is sample
1: new I women. think, I mean, the Lawrence Hive, it was brilliant marketing on the part of like the Insecure team to kind of pit them against like. Was Lawrence wrong after Issa was wrong? Mm-hmm. You got two people who did wrong, but who was more wrong, so to speak? Like Lawrence wasn't even wrong with what he was doing; it was just the way he went about it. Like that whole, you know, no. you you're the worst kind. Like you're a, a fuck nigga who thinks who he's thinks a good he's dude. dude yeah. That was a hell of a line. You know what I'm saying? That created the the split, and that's brilliant. That was that was just that was just a brilliant way to start to keep a whole conversation going forever. Because now there's a Lawrence Hive, and you're doing a report. Yep. And these reports about to get
2: juicy after this. I can I'm tell you now, this was just the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we are all here for it. <laughs> Before we get into these juicy reports in the future, let's deal with our our, our episode here. And we're going to do it old school style with Shaunice leading us through the good, the bad and the insecure. So, Shaunice, right. take it away.
4: All right. So I think there was a lot there was a lot of good on, on this um, on this opening intro season premiere of Insecure. We'll start with Issa. I think that we usually see Issa as kind of a, she kind of, she she's she's not all there all the time. She kind of fucks shit up all the time. I think it was really good to see Issa kind of taking control and being um, proactive and getting her event together and it, it actually running well. So I think we're starting to see Issa, you know, on the ups at this point. You know, she's, She doesn't have a job, she doesn't have a man, but she's getting her event together She's doing the things that she needs to do to propel herself to the position that she wants to be in, so that's
2: good. Shani, I mean, you know, she clearly all- watched this on another channel or some because I didn't see any of that happening. <laughs> 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 what are you talking? She wasn't, she was struggling planning her. shit. She did terrible at the mixer. What do you, what, when did this
4: whoa, happen? Whoa, whoa, we'll get back to
2: that. We'll get back to but that. The had the culture through the mixer, she was totally fucking up. The mixer was. Messing up, you got people out here wait, first, requesting. Wait a minute, wait, 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 the wait, DJ. Wait, wait, what episode, wait, did, you watch?
4: Wait, what episode wait, did you watch? Wait, wait,
2: all right, continue. Wait, continue. Wait. My bad. I think continue.
4: First of all, <laughs> what we're talking about, we're talking about Issa, right? We're talking about isa who is known no. for up, right? Who's known wow. for not following things through. I feel like we now, saw more than that this week. Oh, no, we did not. What we saw was Issa did need a little bit of help and coaching, which she got through Condola. But she is taking the initiative and following through to even have the mixer, to even do it. Anything that happened at the mixer was not Issa's fault. It was not Issa's fault that that a mixer. How is it saying. not his
2: fault? What,
1: what There's was her extenuating fault? circumstances though? Like what was her fault? She got thrown a curveball the day before. Like it's 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 a curveball, and they got it together. They got exactly. it together. She, she got, got it together.
4: together. Issa got it together. Issa pulled out a speech and got it all together. That it came together at the end because of the speech that Issa made to wrangle everything. That okay. okay, all right.
0: I'm sorry, that's right. a good. Uh,
4: okay. Back to my point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we also see um, Issa, you know, getting a little action of her own, whether it was ideal, Ooh. ideal or not. I think that you know, I so we're talking about TSA, babe. We saw Aisha getting some action from TSA Bay. And I saw a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, jokes and sniggling and giggling. But, you know, I just feel like, you know, TSA Bay bought her gifts TSA Bay was holding her down. He was interested in what she was doing.
0: Oh him. the hell? Lawrence. Oh, wait.
4: nigga, wait. wait. You wait. just shitted on Lawrence bringing
2: by some flowers and TSA Bay get proper bringing Hennessy and some shit that he confiscated from
4: work? Did I shit, did I shit on Lawrence? Oh God, man! <laughs> man. Did I shit this on Lawrence is why we're going to have Team Lawrence because you unfairly. That's not what happened. Y'all, y'all did
1: y'all did low bar the y'all did low bar the the flowers for uh, for the, the, the okay, one me, month long. Okay, <laughs> okay, let
4: me go back and explain. Let me go back and explain. This nigga
1: gets to bringing some Hennessy <laughs> and shit. He's from the airport. Let's let's hear let's 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 hear let's Here hear the explanation. I,
4: what I'm saying is, Lawrence bringing <laughs> flowers was not excellent. He did not do an excellent thing by bringing her flowers. Right? It was nice. There was nothing wrong with him doing that. What we what I'm talking about is Issa is not is not used to receiving people giving her gifts and giving her things that show they care about her. So it was nice for Issa to receive something from someone. That's what I'm saying. Not
1: I thought it is, was nice too. It was very that nice that he brought her a bottle of Hennessy and whatever was in the whatever confiscated drugs that he must have got from a mm-hmm. TSA.
4: Right. That's what I'm saying. Not that Hennessy and, and drugs are are. A, such a great gift, but it was nice to see her get something, and somebody think about her and bring her
2: something. <laughs> oh my! It was nice to see her get something. Oh my god! Yes. Listen,
4: Ooh, that all that matters is my so man long.
1: had the greatest line ever when she was like, "He's oh, I see you got a fan. That's cool." <laughs> well, and she like, "Man, you were sweating on me," and he was like, "Welcome to the world of a of an
2: oversized." <laughs> well, oversized. I, I was fast like, fast. "How did how did this moment end up in the good section? <laughs> Are we still because talking about good the good?"
3: He's she, didn't because in she, didn't, she, didn't, she didn't even enjoy. Yeah. She
2: didn't even. She didn't even enjoy three fourths of the six. How is this good for her?
3: Well, you don't nah, know. but anyway.
4: <laughs>
2: listen. I, I, I <laughs> thought, I thought it was good, good because
3: yeah, it was so. Like great the same has, so.
2: They
1: got. They have a comfort level.
4: Right. Right. They are there.
1: They both understand why they're there. They Correct. they literally both understand why they're there. It ain't nothing more than what it is. it is. What it is. The main thing is the main thing. They both having. They both getting what they need out of it. It works. That's it why I think no it's a good awkward thing.
3: Tension. The departure Whoa. wasn't awkward. He's like, I brought you your Hennessy and your tree. Well, it was I'm a second, it was awkward for a second.
1: Around. When he said I got you something, she looked a little bit concerned as but, to yeah. what yeah, was
3: it, what was, it was this gonna like, be.
1: A, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, like was it was this the point mm-hmm. where they gotta end this whole thing? And he's right. just like, courtesy of TSA.
3: It was right. like, it's like, all right, like, cool. We're straight. And then it's like, don't ever change, you know, like right. I can appreciate this this type of transactional relationship. And then right. he dipped one on about his business. She went on and kept on working. So I mean, I feel like they have an understanding. It's working for them at the moment. And so if it was if it's working for Issa,
4: it's working. It's working for working. me. Yeah. And I just I'm here want for to know. I'm
3: here for
2: that being good. I'm here on the I- good side with that one.
3: Thank it didn't, seem, I, like it was, it didn't seem like it he was
2: working for her when he was hitting it from the back or from the side. Uh, I don't know. Maybe no, I, I may, maybe the internet, TV I was showing something right? different yeah, than your TV was. It didn't seem like it, it was working through.
3: for her. The missionary came through with the come-through. She, and came and came she, through.
2: she getting mediocre she getting and sex. Ball, ball. And we ball. put that in the, oh. She getting mediocre sex and we put that in the good category? Come on, man. Corey, please. I'm sorry. I interrupted again.
3: Your Lawrence high activity has made you anti-ISA and I feel like you're blinded by hatred. You're blind no, I'm just, right
2: I'm, no she she literally complained about the first two sexual positions i'm not making this up she did. <laughs> right so that don't, don't act like, don't sure like, I'm right. like, I'm like i'm over here didn't making this up complain she suggested adjustments
3: and he was receptive yeah. he didn't take it personally he made the necessary adjustment
1: yeah he made the adjustments what? and they both they both were happy with the outcome that know. sounds like uh that sounds like a win-win for everybody
2: Okay, and all right. okay. That's, one, that's one way to look at that. Okay, all right,
4: I'll, I'll, it's wins. the I'll way to look
1: at it anyway. Let's let's continue. <laughs> Communication is key,
4: all all right? All I doing is tell me small wins. That's all. And one thing that I'm noticing, like on the socials, is that everyone was kind of um, I don't know, TSA Bay averse. Like, I saw a lot of you know, I don't, I didn't tune in to see Issa get stuck with TSA Bay, but I, you know, I don't, I just, I don't understand why there's so much aversion to. Issa having a little fling with the TSA base. She seems to be getting what she needs. She's getting support for her events. You know, he's enthusiastic about things that she's doing. I, you know, I think that she needs at least this little this little bit of fling at this point in her life. He's
1: a nice chap, and yeah. he get, and it is what it is. And once it's over, he gonna move on too.
4: Exactly, or maybe not. We don't know. This might maybe she. Maybe she gives TSA Bay a real chance. Who knows? I don't know. The problem well, not, is that we know. hella
5: elitist. Like we don't want to, yeah. to
4: somebody who don't
5: have a college degree. Like you gotta be sitting up uh, mm-hmm. in a behind the desk with an office with a view. Like people not gonna be happy that see a TSA working class cat. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's really she what ain't it got is. no job. Yeah, that's
2: a big part. That's a big part of it for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. What um, else we got on the good side?
4: I will say this. This is like it, it's. Like, it's like, it goes from the best to like kind of going into the bad, right? So I'll say Molly being back on good terms with Andrew is kind of you know good for her, like good for her. I don't really know how I feel about it, but I that's what that's the result that she wanted and she got that. So I'll I'll give that a good for now. Um, and then I will say Kelly Ke- <laughs> Kelly being on the bar.
1: I love Kelly.
4: <laughs> Who put Kelly on the bar? That's that's something that can be good, depending on what side you're on. That can be good if you're on the receiving end of Kelly being at the bar. And it can also be bad if you're the one that's paying for the liquor. Because you know, <laughs> at the end of this event, Kelly's going to have served up all of your liquor. And she may steal some. And she may drink the rest of it. Hey, so m- I thought
2: more, that- more libations equal more donations. That's what she said.
4: Right.
1: <laughs> hey, she I'm did. here for Kelly. I need more Kelly on this yeah, show. Like too. I need more. She is so entertaining when she's on screen. She, she takes over every scene that she has. I love it.
4: She's, she's yeah, so she's
1: funny. I'll never forget the whole tasing scene on that from the, so when the remember she's
4: me the different
3: episode. Remember me different.
1: <laughs> I laughed so hard at that line. You <laughs> know, like
3: yeah, no, and she might um, she might have came up on a, on a sugar daddy too. So I mean, shout out wait, to her.
5: Wait, y'all didn't know that she was lying. That dude didn't look over her, look over at her one time. Like
0: <laughs> yes, <I> was <laughs>
5: that was a story Ooh. that she made up. Cause she, uh,
1: Kelly is always a straight shooter. Kelly don't lie. Kelly's a straight old. shooter. She was playing. And Kelly don't have time for lies.
5: Nah, man. Nah, that it's did not possible, happen.
3: But there I, was no I evidence. Kelly to also, I this, also trust Kelly to make it happen. She had her eyes set on him, and I, I bet we right. found out the next episode.
1: Kelly <laughs> saying it was five k. It could be five k. Yo, like really? I, I believe, I believe in, I believe in Kelly. They didn't speak right. all night. But okay. And
3: Kelly, we trust. And Kelly <laughs> we trust.
4: Yes, right. and Kelly, true. we trust. There
1: you go. <laughs>
4: All right, yeah. Is anything else that y'all saw as good that I didn't include there?
1: Oh yeah, so I do want to add that um, her neighbor, I can't remember her name. Hilarious, Trina. the uh, Trina was that her name, mm-hmm. the one who uh talked about her daddy, uh, her 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 baby daddy's gay. Like yes. asked about her brother, yes. and she's yes. like, he's gay. He's like, so my baby daddy's gay. she
0: baby gay. Just Yo, yeah.
1: stole the scenes that she was in them brief scenes. Loved it. Also, do y'all watch, um, do y'all watch Boomerang? Yeah, the sure. show. Yeah, yeah. I like that, it. That's his girlfriend on Boomerang, right? That's David's girlfriend on Boomerang, right? Is that the same girl? I don't know. Oh. Because, you know, you know Condo, Con, Condola is also in 20s. So she's also in, she's in 20s. She's the, one of the main characters in 20s too. There's a whole lot of BET, HBO, um, Black Hollywood oh, stuff girl. going on here. But I think it's the same girl. So she's playing the church girl on Boomerang and playing... This one is a cure.
3: Oh, in- well, while we're talking about um keeping the girls booked, I was also excited to see Paula J. Parker um yes. in the episode as well. <laughs> yes. Um. So, yeah, I, I hope we get to see more of her, too. Yep. Cheryl.
1: Shout out to Paula J. Parker. Yes, Cheryl. Right, right. All right. Where are we All going
2: ahead. from
4: here? So, now we're going to bed. Yes, however, it?
2: Oh, yeah, I thought it was already in the bad oh, stick. Okay, oh, we got some worse shit than that. Let's go.
4: Really can't stitch. All right, so for the bad, for the bad, I'm just gonna go in the order of of what I saw. Number one, Andrew cut his hair. I don't like that.
1: <laughs> you like his hair? You like, like the that.
4: haircut? I don't like that. Mm-mm. I. I don't it's disagree. still fairly
2: long, though. It's still like shoulder length, kind of, ain't it? You
4: no, know, I uh, feel like he needs nah. to do it short or do it long. This little mid-bob um, yeah, thing. Yeah, like, handle,
3: yeah.
4: I don't I like it.
1: Had no, I had no feelings about this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it,
4: it had to be said. I didn't, I didn't expect you to, but I just felt like that needed to be said, that I don't, I'm not Fair enough. It. Also, on the subject of hair, Molly's wig this season, I'm not feeling that either. Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say I agree. I noticed it was looking a little bit helmet special. adjacent. It was. It was like in the way that it works for um what's the name? Tatana Jackson on Boomerang, it does the complete opposite for Molly. But
4: Molly's wig last season was bomb. A Bob, that was bomb. That was a bomb. <sighs> maybe it's I a testament like
3: to the to the to the state of her life. I don't know.
2: Uh, maybe they got the wig from Tyler Perry's wig shop.
4: Oh, you know, well, on Would that you-
1: note, <laughs> <laughs> Next. on that note, make sure you check out What If Tyler Perry Had a Writer's Room podcast here on the Black yes. Tastic Podcast Damn, Network. Perfect. Segue. Boom.
4: Boom. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Um, so while I did appreciate Isha- Issa getting some sex, I did not appreciate the sex scene. <laughs>
2: Ooh, that makes two of us.
1: <laughs> that makes two of us. Uh oh, there's the there's there, there's the visual elitism. So now we got the yeah. no, now we no, got no, no, the, the mental no. elitism with who she's with. Now we got the the visual elitism?
4: No. And it's not because he was fat. It's because it was just awkward. <laughs> I
0: want I wonder,
4: I want Issa to be able to have like some How come Lawrence gets to have all the good sex? The why can't, Issa, passionate, why yeah. can't Issa get a good right. sex without having the awkward, you know, like why can't Issa just have some good sex?
5: Nah, she that's was cool. happy when it was over. She was happy. I don't see you. you
4: she know, that... It was I'm awkward, going. though. It was awkward. Didn't I just say that in the first segment? So, Corey. Okay. So, let me address Corey for a second. Okay. Didn't I just say that in the first segment? No, that's not what she
0: hmm.
4: What I said was, I was happy. Good is that Issa got sex and that so she has somebody oh. she can have sex with. Bad is I said that the sex scene was awkward
0: okay
1: so all no right. you
4: did not say that
1: all right i'm sorry thanks for the thanks. clarification what there. made it awkward though like what what's awkward about it in the like what was awkward
4: all of the him not being able to get the positions right it's just like when you see lawrence's sex scenes when you see lawrence's sex scenes you see passion you just see a good time right you just see like okay bam lawrence getting it in you Boom. see bam,
2: bam, breaking bam. you said team lawrence what'd he do
4: and you then you go to head. Head, like all of it's like, okay, wait, no, okay. 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 No, no. I'm
2: gonna have to push back.
4: Okay.
1: On Lawrence, you see the typical standard TV sex scenes. Yes. In in, in shows with a mature rating. With the Easter joint, you see how a lot of stuff goes with people are trying to figure out what's going on. Like it's it ain't uh, unnormal. It ain't it, it's, it's pretty
2: hey, this that's week. Lawrence pretty. picked people up and held it against the wall. That was that's next next level sex scene right there.
1: Yeah, But that was also her being fantastical awesome. about what was happening, Man. right? Like, we still, we still like, had to see it mean, shit. we still had to see it. We don't, I don't, like I don't
4: Issa, disagree. Panama
1: Issa had to talk her dude into what worked for her, and boom, now they got that. So, going forward, oh, she God. got a fan. Why can't, like, why it was can't she just have
4: realistic. Mind- why can't she just have mind blowing sex? But, oh, but I will
3: say, for example, what was that last season? The Ferris will sex scene with Nathan? I thought was a really good sex scene. That's probably right. one of the better sex scenes that I've seen on insecure so I mean, I think Issa does have some of these awkward encounters because I mean, let's be real, she's an awkward chick but, Issa, right it's awkward. I mean awkward black girl it's It's literally who she is, but i mean she's she's gotten gotten her you know she's had her little passionate moments as well, so. Right. I mean, yeah
4: all right that. all right another thing i did not like and this goes into molly being a hater molly being a hater is on my list molly is a hater mm-hmm. That's just that's her Period. own line molly's a hater one of the biggest hater moments that it was like real subtle and i didn't catch it till the second time i watched it she gave andrew a disclaimer about molly's event before they in got the car us. i in was like you're a hater yeah. she's she a
1: well, what is that? did she say it. i might have missed it she said something about it being like low budget effectively. Like, yeah, she you know, was it's like today to be... might be a little oh, yeah.
3: homegrown, but just trying. Yes. That's what he and said. he, he was gonna like, say that Yes. Right. 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 So you already didn't have high expectations of what your homegirl was going to put on in the first place. Exactly.
4: And what was the reason? What was the reason? <sighs> Remember when I told
5: what y'all, y'all they ain't
2: friends? I told y'all Who's... they ain't friends. Y'all oh, weren't trying to hear We discussed it in the uh in the clothing store. Uh, and Issa was saying like who she was gonna have invited and stuff. So I guess she already had a sense of she just probably. But already Molly had a
1: in there said, "Oh, you are gonna get it together because you got this kind of thing." And then she gets in the car with Andrew. She's like, "Look, this is, is gonna a hater move, like." Yes. She basically took a shot at her without mm-hmm. her being present, yes. right? Like she, yes. she, it is. It's a hater. It's 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 a one hater move.
4: Yeah, for sure. So she's for a hater. Sure, um, she's a hater. And then my last bad is Tiffany. I had to be
2: Tiffany.
4: We all know that Tiffany's terrible. Like, we don't expect great things from Tiffany. Like, her behavior is typical Tiffany behavior. But I really feel like she could have... She knew that Condola... It seems like she knew that Condola and Lawrence had gone on a date. Yes. I feel like she could have let Condola at least know that Lawrence was Issa's ex. Because it seems like she also knows that Condola and Issa were working together.
2: I disagree there. So I think she did the right thing, right? You can't sabotage it before it gets rolling. Like, at least. I don't see, think, if, so
4: I, don't think she, I don't think she should have said, oh, don't talk to him. That's my friend's ex. But she could have said, you know. But that's that, going like, to be in the back of Condola's
2: know. head if, if she tells her up front. And, she, and, that's gonna, and that's her
4: decision to make.
2: Yeah, but that's going to that's gonna frame the interaction. It's going to change how they interact. They can't interact freely when that's in the back of her head. Now that it's not, you know, they could be who they are. And then if they bond, then we could tell them later. I, I ain't seen nothing wrong with that part. I actually thought that was a good idea.
1: <laughs> the brain, you look like you had thoughts. What you think?
5: I mean, we know Tiffany had all the information. She knew exactly. what Condola was saying. Is it Condola? Or condola? I keep
4: condola. thinking
5: Italian th- boats with the little dude on the boat in, in Italy. Oh, anyway. a
4: gondola.
5: That's a gondola.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's not her.
5: Oh, okay. Nah, all right. nah. But, it's but Tiffany, job. right? <laughs> Tiffany had all the information. She knew uh, about the meeting at the baby shower. And obviously she knew that Issa used to go with Lawrence. So, I mean, she could have definitely done some smoothing over. Like, one of them should have known to be able to be like, all right, I'm getting my mind right to be able to deal with the situation. Because the way it came out, like, was just the wrong way for it to come out. Considering that they had the mutual friend in Tiffany. Tiffany needed to smooth that in some kind of way.
1: Yeah. I think I think she should have dropped a little bug at least one point. Like when she Oh, I'm going out with this guy named Lawrence. Oh yeah, well you know he uh something. So there could have been something. Just uh, a one sentence. Just to put that out there and then
5: you know, but you, know Terry,
2: you see, you see Candela acted when once she found out and she's already she already likes Lawrence and, and she's second guessing it. Right. So had she found out up front, she wouldn't have even went this far with it. So I, I think like you got to let it play out and then see if it's even necessary to have this conversation, because it may not even be necessary to have this conversation.
3: So here's my question, though. Do you think that Lawrence has any accountability in this situation? Because. As no, far as like let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Yeah, let me
2: finish. I'm, me finish. Yeah, I'm joking.
3: <laughs> he did meet her at Issa's best friend's baby shower. And so by the time that Condola told him, Yo, I think I know your ex, at this point, it's kind of like how why was he so incredulous about it? Because at the end of the day, like, is it that far fetched that? Issa might know this girl that you met at her best friend's baby shower. Like, why did he yeah. not do any initial, initial kind of, you know, trying well, to figure out? Do they like trying to figure out? did they even know each other in the beginning? Because as, he ended up being like so confused and and bewildered and thought it was so crazy. And I'm like, but is it that crazy though?
2: Well, so I, don't he, know. He, I don't know.
3: I don't know. I don't
2: feel like for five years, I'm sure he assumes he knows all of Issa's friends, so sure. he don't have to. Right. probably like, I know all her friends. The part
5: it. that will be obvious mm-hmm. is that, even if she knows her, they're not close because yeah right, about mm-hmm. Lawrence and Issa, otherwise, right,
4: yeah no i don't I don't think Lawrence is at fault here. I don't think he had any way of knowing that Issa and Condola would even be speaking like that or hanging out like that,
3: but then also. He, but he also knows the condola's been working with this chick on throwing a block part. Like, I don't know. It feels yeah, like there's some, hints and some things that he could have tied together. And I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying that Lawrence is like, you know, put all the blame on Lawrence, but I'm just saying that to him, to me, it seems like it could have at least been like a, oh, not like a, it's a little bit what? of a pothole. I don't
4: believe. I can't imagine. Like, nah, it kind of yeah. makes sense, bruh. It's
1: a I'm bit not, of a plot hole. We
4: have to go with what we know. And what we do know is that Tiffany knew. For board. sure. For sure. For
3: sure. Yeah, Tiffany's for definitely sure. at
0: fault. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I agree with that.
4: <laughs> I would agree
3: with that, too. I would agree with that, too. Tiffany, okay. and she's always prepared to spill everybody's tea, except mm-hmm. for when it counts. She's messy any other time, but kept
4: this one close to the chest. I don't get it. Do That's you why think she Tiffany ain't on, on the group, messy? Group I'm sorry. Do you think Tiffany is purposely messy? Because I kind of get the feeling that she's just the word vomit friend and she, I don't know. I I don't think
1: she's messy on purpose. I think she's just messy by default because of how she, she moves. Yeah. Right. Like some people just, they just, they always think it's like, it's like the, the, the Lawrence thing. Like you, you a good, you think you're a good dude by doing the things you think a good dude would do. And then inadvertently you end up doing something wrong in that sense. Mm -hmm. depending on how you feel about that it's the same thing like she don't mean nothing by it it's just she's just kind of watching things happen and then she jumps she has to clean she has to clean up a lot of messes that she probably didn't have to make in the first place
3: and then as i think about it more like even when it came out when they were all in the office and it came out that you know lawrence was the guy that condola had been dating tiffany still tried to like you know underplay it a little bit like they went out their exes now they're not together it's fine and it's like uh like but they were together for like it was a significant substantial relationship a back and forth you know a period of kind of like unfinished business going like and so I feel like that was that would have been even more reason when Condola was going out with Lawrence I might have even dropped the book to her like well just to let you know this is my best friend's ex, like just in recognition and acknowledgement of the fact that this was the significant relationship in this man's life. And it's my best friend, like it's right. my best friend's ex. Like, I feel like right. she had some responsibility to at least, you know, put that on the table and let Condola make a decision from there. But and I'm not to say that that should have deterred her. But as a friend, I feel like I would have at least put that on the
4: table. Yeah, and I definitely feel like Tiffany is one of those friends that you kind of have to, like, you know how she is, so you have to like treat her accordingly. And I, when you use the word best friend, like, I don't know that kind of amplifies it because I feel like as a best friend, if you have that, like holding that information and not, I don't know, I, I just feel like that was that wasn't the best friend move. I right. agree.
1: Alright, what else what else we got? What else we got? We still in the we still in the bad or we get into like no, the
4: we get into the insecure. So all right.
0: That's
4: that's all I have for the bad. Um so for the insecure, um Molly back to Molly and Andrew. I don't understand why at her big age she <laughs> is bothered by Andrew dating other people at the stage that they're in in their situation. Because she's I, a terrible communicator and doesn't
3: say what she wants and she expects people to just know and be on the same page as she is without actually having those necessary conversations
4: yeah i mean because even if i feel like I'm, the, the time always gets away from me in this show i'm not really understanding the concept of time that they're doing in this show but i feel like they haven't even been on that many dates right that we've seen yeah, it's like, very
1: new it's, it's been yours, like a month yeah yeah
4: Right. So and also, first can of I all get steps.
1: can I get some credit for me saying on that first episode, I was like, I don't think they're gonna be friends. And how does the show open up?
4: You're right. And yeah. Issa being like, I don't, I don't really yeah, fuck yeah, with
1: Molly man. no more.
4: You're right. And I was yeah. like,
1: I had to give myself uh, uh, I had to give myself some props. You're right. That boy's good. That boy good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand why she expects exclusivity at this point. And i I mean, I feel like one should assume that at especially early on in that stage and not having had any conversations that the person that you're That's casually dating like other, other people like
1: yeah you know? Molly it's, just Molly
5: just got issues go ahead Debra. it's her ego like she's upset that she's not dating other people right now and that she got all yeah. her eggs ex- in yeah. Andrew basket and he out here doing his thing she like I'm yeah. the you know she like I'm the That's prize the and you know, either I'm dating other people or he's dating only me. And she just can't, she can't get past that.
1: And stuff mm-hmm. kills her. It blows her so quickly too. Like, it just totally takes her out of her element. Like, her ego is is insane. Yeah. Like, that one comment ruined everything for, for them. Like, she's over it at this point. Like, she's out altogether.
5: I will say this though. Andrew, Andrew ought to, he pretended like he didn't know what was wrong. It was not rocket science to figure out exactly why she was upset and what was wrong with her. And if he wanted to talk about it, he could have talked about it. But he decided to play it like, oh, something wrong? Oh, oh, something bothering you? Like, he couldn't tell. And I think... The wrong way to play it I on mean, end but a part.
3: piece of that could also be like, I mean, if you're not gonna say what's wrong with you, I'm. We're all adults. Like, if you're right. not gonna use your words, I'm not about to drag it right. out of you. So either you're gonna right. it don't be passive wrong, aggressive, or we can, or we don't have to talk about it. But I'm not about to chase behind you like you're a child because you're not. And True. I and I mean, at the same time, Molly did all of that just to text him at the end of the night and be like, "Well, I was just acting like that because I really like you." I if I was Andrew. I'd be over it because this is like the second, third time at this point that yeah. you didn't try to like, you know, cut me off and just because, like, no, we're not about to keep doing this, especially for somebody that I've only been seeing a month. Like, we don't have this type of time to be. What a going bad back wig! Like this. With,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: with a bad wig! You can't be doing it's that a with a bad, bad wig. wig. You, you got, can't you got your it. wig. Got to be on on good for that.
3: Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know who Molly
4: thinks she is, but she needs to get a grip. And I just feel like if if you're dating someone and you know that you're – and you feel like you're the prize, which most people do feel like they're the prize in this situation, why are you concerned about who else he's dating if you know you're going to come out on top? Like, I'm going com- to who cares who else you're dating because – I'm that bitch so they're going to eventually eliminate themselves and you're going to only be dealing with me like and that's
3: what Issa tried to tell her which is another piece of this situation when Molly showed up at the event and was trying to make it about her and trying to get Issa's attention to try to like you know bounce ideas off of like what she should do and what she should say to Andrew now that she knows he's dating other people and she's like well he's here with you so what's the problem like you can't even in the moment Just enjoy this time that you have with this man who has decided to spend this time with you, this man that you are not exclusively dating, this man that you have not had any type of conversation with, with spending his whatever day afternoon with you and you too busy. And happy to be there. And happy to be there and you too busy worried about, you know, the date that he might have later on in a week, girl, get it together get it together she's so selfish together. and it's the ego and that things should just revolve around her at all times and pe- people should just drop everything when she is in you know when she needs people's attention but she also isn't that type of person to Issa because apparently she didn't answer the phone when Issa you know was going through the crisis or found
4: out about Condola and never check back to see what she wanted nope nope <laughs> never check back um What else was I going to say? So I paid a lot of attention to um, body language the second time around. And at the end of the episode, when they're kind of clean up, I kind of noticed how, as everyone else was kind of congratulating Issa on how the event went, Molly kind of, you know, stayed off to the side and Mm -hmm. her body language was upset. She was kind of sulking. And then like, if you notice her energy kind of picked up as she's kind of like, well, are you still going to be friends with Condola? Like it's mm-hmm. like she found glee and like it's like those things like kind Trying of He Right, right.
0: Like
1: I think you like how like how could you be friends with her? Like that's your
4: Mm-hmm. and the, the last line that she said she like the last line when she said i think you like that shit like you know your life don't gotta be that messy i think you like that shit like her body language was like she was so perky by that point like she you said you don't have to
1: messy. be messy you know you don't have to be messy right and yeah. i'm like
4: really mm-hmm. she's right.
1: talking to herself to right yeah. said, trying not to be messy she's like you know right. what it's okay for me to be friends with this person like yeah. it's good we are all good it's okay right. and molly tossing the messiness in there as if she ain't just have a whole mess that she created a little while ago. That was exactly. a
3: total projection, a total attempt to kind of transfer the energy off of her
4: and onto Isa. It's like yeah, but did you see her spirit like rise? Like yeah. she went, she went from like sulky and sad to like, oh I can say yeah. all these like, oh, and I bet you like that. It's like that's when she smiled and it was crazy. I was like, yo. Because her, in the body, like,
5: yeah. You want her my life to
4: be a mess.
5: Yeah, but... her friendship <laughs> with Issa is based on her being better than Issa. Her
3: being a mess, yeah. yeah. Better than Issa, yeah.
5: then they're friends. But when Issa starts to, you know, look good, like she's doing her thing, then Molly is not really feeling the friendship. She wants to mm-hmm. put it in. being yeah.
1: comfortable with herself and being comfortable right. with with the decision she's making and being like, you know what? It is okay for me to be good here. And that's the, also the body language and we're taking the trash out, right? And she was like, you good? She's like, yeah, I'm good. Esa Issa was like, yeah, I'm good. She just kept yeah. moving. I was like, there yeah. you go. Way she started to, to the Yeah, Issa started to see it. I
3: think there's a twinge of jealousy there, too, because, you know, at this point, even despite the the awkwardness that she initially had with Condola, you know, Issa at this point is like, well, you know, she's been there. You know, I couldn't have done any, you know, any of this without her. And, she, and Molly sees that Condola and Issa are actually starting to get tight. And... Molly doesn't really know how to deal with that energy either. Like, I don't need you, sis. Like, it's not, I'm doing this with somebody else. I'm developing and building relationships and friendships outside of this. And aside from that, I mean, like we've already said, you know, Molly's just used to Issa being this kind of messy friend that doesn't have her shit together. And now that things are actually coming together and, and granted with also without, you know, any real, you know, buy in from Molly, like Molly doesn't know what to do with that.
4: Right. Yep. So that was the only insecure person that I saw in this episode. (laughs) Holly and Mark.
3: Well, Issa's insecurities at first started to get the best of her. When she initially found out about Condola and Lawrence, we saw with the little dream and hallucinating the dream she had (laughs) about uh, Condola and Lawrence and and, and Condola owning her own clothes and uh, pop the (laughs) tax. That was funny. That was
5: that was funny. That was the best joke in the episode. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No, but it's so funny though because you keep all your clothes, don't you? (laughs) You keep all your clothes, don't you? Those random irrational thoughts. Like those thoughts were irrational as hell, but that, like ain't that the first thing you think, like, oh my gosh, she likes her better because she wears her own, she has her own clothes. And that makes so well connected. She's so well connected. That's why he likes her better than me. Like irrational as hell. Like and I wasn't on social
1: media, but I popped the tags. Lawrence had to be. It had to be.
4: Oh, it like, the had to be a
1: hashtag. Like, pop the tags had to be a hashtag last night.
3: <laughs> that was funny. That was. those awesome. insecurities started to get the best of her at the at the mixer. And I mean, as we already kind of touched on, things started to kind of kind of spiral. But you know, Issa pulled it back together. But I mean, I think that's something that she's just that she's working through. You know, mm-hmm. I think once upon a time she might have let that you know completely knock her off her game. But she, you know, she found a way to to pull through.
4: So she brought it on back. She brought, right. she brought it back full circle. So, All right, yeah, Well, that's sir.
1: that's gonna do it for the good, the bad, the and the insecure. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the looking for Latoya report
0: and some evictions.
3: All right, y'all, welcome back to Bourbon and Bouches. We are back now with our looking for Latoya recap. This is our season four show in a show. We had Due North. We had Kevin on last season. And so this year we get looking for LaToya. It looks like this is going to be um, a true crime mystery type situation that we have uh, Miss Terry J. Vaughn, LaVita Alizé Jenkins hosting God. for us this year. <laughs> this I year. up in there. I, listen, first of all, First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all.
1: We're going to give a proper shout out to my homie.
3: (laughs) We cannot talk about looking for LaToya without talking about the cameo from Ray J. Was not prepared. Was not ready. But I must admit, I was very excited to see him. I screamed. That was hilarious. (laughs) My Um, man, Ray J. From what we know from Ray J so far, he did not kill LaToya, but he did kill the pussy
1: you no. <laughs> <laughs> had to let her know so He had to let her know
3: information to know, apparently, um the roommate Tasha interesting, we got another tasha uh Latoya's roommate played by none other than Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I think she's probably that I think that's a role that's gonna be right up her alley too mhm. I also, which I didn't catch the first time I watched it, but caught the second time. I guess Latoya's parents are going to be played by none other than Candy and Cole and Cole
4: from yeah. Martin, Cole. Carl Anthony Payne. I was mm. like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't. I'm sorry, but I can't deal with Dwayne in his glasses right Panama <laughs> does indeed
1: have some of Ray J's bunny eye bunny rays. Oh, wow. He paid his hard-earned money for some bunny rays.
3: Panama, do you want to give any initial reactions to Looking for LaToya? I know how much of a huge and and, and loyal Ray J fan you are.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> you know, when I saw Ray J on screen, I felt liberation, actually. Like, You're I said, liberation. this is... This is when... when In Due North, when when, when Buddy said, I hate slavery, <laughs> he said that so that Ray J could fly mm. in Looking for mm. LaToya.
4: Okay. You know what I mean?
1: Like, it, it's... It, it deep. really it really brought it home for me because I don't think Ray J gets enough credit for all that he's done for the world, the world community okay, and the black the community. The
3: global community. Okay. Okay.
1: Listen, Ray J, Ray J to God, Ray J has done more. Ray J does more before 8 a.m. than most people do during the whole day. He's like the right. military. Speak all on right.
3: it. That facts. is one opinion. Super facts, ladies and gentlemen. Facts. Well, yeah, we're really, really excited to see what happens with looking for Latoya and where that story goes, and who else might be making an appearance in our uh in our show and a show this season. But right now, we are going to move on to our addictions. And so, if you're familiar with our Bourbon and Borderlands podcast, you know that we have a segment called Addictions, which is essentially a mixture of advice and predictions and we pick you know a character or characters that we want to give some advice to and perhaps make a prediction about and so with that does anybody have any addictions prepared do they want to kick us off
1: I'll go ahead and start out
3: okay Panama kick us off
1: so uh, I was already right when thinking Molly and, and Issa weren't gonna make it I'm really excited to see how that goes uh I I predict that um Andrew's gonna kick Molly to the curb that she belongs kicked to. That was a terrible <laughs> sentence, but I'm black. I reserve the right to black sentences, and uh, yeah, I, I look for I look forward to I look forward to Molly catching some comeuppance because I'm really yeah. tired of her and her nonsense. So I look forward to so I look forward to her getting checked by somebody that's not Issa, and they get over it immediately. Like she need she need that good solid like check from somebody. I don't know who's gonna give it to her, but like, Dro was over her, mm-hmm. which was odd, because Dro probably needed to be over himself, too. But <laughs> anyway, I look forward to, to Molly's comeuppance. For
0: sure.
1: Who up? Who up? Who
2: up? Who up? I, I got some you? advice, man. Oh, oh, Jabri can go. ahead, you got it. Well uh my advice is for Lawrence, man. You know, okay. keep, keep <laughs> you know, I don't know where they're trying to lead you, bro, but don't ever fall back into that trap of trying to get back with Issa. You got a new and improved woman over there, uh, with Condola, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh stay that path, bro, and, and be patient and, and you know things gonna work out for you. And you know, I'm team Lawrence. That's my uh that's my advice. That's for Lawrence. Uh predictions. Um I don't know, man. I think uh, I definitely can see where Issa and, and Molly would not probably be, not be friends at all by the time this season is, is over. Um, and I think uh, I think Lawrence's situation with the new chick is going to work out. That's my that's my main prediction. And I think Issa's going to end the season lonely, sad and desperate, mm-hmm. still smashing <laughs> down TSA Bay and getting uh free Hennessy.
1: Is that
2: a loss? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a that loss. A well, actually, free Hennessy. It's, 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 Henne- it's hard to consider free. It's hard to consider free Hennessy a loss. But in he this might case, buy her a bottle at some point. In this case, we gotta consider. Cause I feel like she probably wants to be married and have a family. So when those are your goals, free Hennessy is a little bit of a letdown. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank I think she gonna end this. Okay, no, I got it. No, <laughs> 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 nah, that's good. That's all I got.
3: Okay, thank
5: you, Corey. <laughs> <Ginger-free>. <laughs> Man, y'all keep saying that Issa and Molly ain't gonna be friends. Look, they ain't never been friends, but that has nothing to do with my that has nothing to do with my eviction. Hold on, my eviction, my, my advice and my predictions they go together, but they kind of don't. Because my advice is for Issa and Condola to be grown up and keep your professional relationship going, like whoever your ex was that don't have nothing to do with get out go out there and get that money do what y'all got to do together but my prediction is that that ain't gonna work out for condola because i my prediction is that isa and lawrence get married on the last episode or at least in the last season Mm -hmm. of insecure when this is going when this is going off when this is winding down that's gonna be the relationship that endures so even though condola should not you know, break up with Lawrence, she should see this through. It's not going to work out for her in the end. So that's my advice and my prediction. All right.
3: You know what, though? I was, what I was thinking was actually very similar to that, and it was definitely along those same lines. I definitely think Issa and Condola are going to continue to build their relationship. Um, I think that this is not going to work well for Molly, and I think that's going to put her more and more on the outs and put bring more tension in between her and Issa. And I think that Issa, as she continues to kind of like find her own, like she's going to be less and less willing to kind of deal with the shit. I think we saw the beginning of the end, you know, at the end of last episode. And she doesn't really usually push back against Molly, but I think that it's it's coming. It's 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 bubbling up, and I think it's just going to get to a point where she's just like, you know, fuck it, Fuck like I'm over it. I'm done. Um, I also agree, and I don't know when it's gonna happen. Um, I don't think that Condola and Lawrence end up together. I just don't. Um, I think that it's gonna be. There's gonna be a point where there's some awkward energy because I guess at some point Lawrence Issa and Condola will probably be in the same spaces as they continue to build their relationship, and so I kind of sense uh, Condola maybe picking up on some on some on some unfinished business type energy. I just don't think they're going to end up making it, um, and so I guess we'll see. And that that that's my initial eviction. I don't think I gave given any, any advice, but more so, Issa don't take no shit from Molly. That's my
4: advice. Mm. Next, I think I think I I agree with Jabri and Janae that Condola and Lawrence are definitely not going to work, and he, she's probably going to pick up on that that energy. Um, I also. I'm not sure that I'm sold that I'm completely sold that Issa and Molly will not be friends at all again. Um, I don't I don't know what is causing me to think that, but I just I'm just I'm just not sold. They told us that Lawrence wasn't gonna be in season three and there his ass popped up. So <laughs> I just kind of feel like anything is possible. Um I would I don't know, I'm a softie, so I would hate to see, maybe the, maybe it's my bias, I would hate to see them not be friends anymore, and what I would like to do, or what I would like for Molly to do is to seek therapy, a different therapist, and actually tell her therapist the truth um, and everything that's going on, because your therapist cannot help you if you lie to them, as yeah. she was lying about the Joe situation last season, so I really want Molly to seek therapy and get herself together and take the therapy seriously um, so that her relationships do not continue to suffer as they are, because um, I don't. Th- I don't think they're not going to be friends at all again. So that's my advice and my prediction rolled into one.
0: All
1: right. Okay. Well, leading into that, who who gets the shot of bourbon this week? Going I'm I'm going to give my shot of bourbon to. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it. I, you know what? I'm gonna be with Corey. I'm gonna give my shot to Lawrence. Boop. I feel like I feel like Lawrence Lawrence somehow ends up winning in the end. Right? His his he finds out his ex and his new his his new thing and his old thing working together and still somehow Lawrence ends up on top. And plus, pop the tag Lawrence is is a thing. And I just that that makes me happy.
0: All right.
3: I mean, I don't disagree as far as who had the best episode and who Like it was Lawrence. So I had to give
2: him the shot. Oh, not not everybody not everybody listening to what I'm saying.
3: Ain't nobody been and no, I'm anti Lawrence. You're anti. (laughs) No one dislikes Lawrence. (laughs) Put
2: put me put me down for giving Lawrence the shot of bourbon too. So that's that's three three votes for Lawrence. All right. (laughs) Sonny's who you got?
4: Um Although it's already been decided that Lawrence is getting a shot, because it's pretty- <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I I would like for Issa and Condola to split a shot for being mature and carrying out their event um, in like a mature that. way, given the circumstances.
1: They got it together. I like that. They did. I mm-hmm. like that. I with you got.
5: So my shot would definitely have gone to Issa. I feel like she had a good week regarding the her. Fundraiser, She got a lot more sponsors. I think she ended up with 30. She had 10 coming in. So, I mean, that's that's successful any way you count it. Um, She's starting to see Molly. Like like, uh, Panama, you pointed out, when they were taking out the trash, she was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm good. Uh Uh-huh. You know, she was starting to see it. And um, so she was mature with Condola, starting to see Molly for who she is, having professional successes. I feel like Molly's doing all right. I mean, Issa's doing all right. And that's who get, would have gotten my shot. But it's already three for Lawrence. So it is what it is. But I had to rep for Easter this week. All right,
1: right. Shots up for Lawrence.
0: Ooh. Clank, clank. <laughs> clank, clank. clank, clank,
1: clank. And, all right. right. Lawrence's going to get
2: all the shots this year. I can see it.
1: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, this first episode uh, of uh, Bourbon and Bouches here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. Uh, signing off. Like we always do about this time, Jabri. Black
4: one.
1: Have a black one, y'all. Oh,
4: okay. Have a black one. Bye, guys.
3: Bye. I got faith in us. This podcast is you. basic stuff. And you had enough already. No
0: more hurt. I'm just here to give you all that you deserve. See you at your worst. I just want to give you better. Might not be
3: first but i wanna be your forever baby you've been searching steady hurting all i ask is you to come through the night fuck that nigga
0: he ain't doing you right don't think about it just fulfill your delight i know it's been a long time but i'm on time searching steady
4: hurting all i ask is you to come through the night fuck that nigga he ain't doing you right think about it just
0: fulfill the life. i know it's been a long time but i'm on time you are to die for let's take the high road